It's October 5th, 2022. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll have Senator Bennett Mizalucha, and she's here to talk about Digital Inclusion Week 2022. And then we also have a second news guest, uh, Mike Fricano, and he's from Milani School. He's going to tell us about the upcoming EdCamp 2022. So that's uh, in store for you shortly. And then finally, uh, we're going to have Helen Turner. Uh, she's the uh, professor of biology over at Chaminade University, as well as Ray- Raylin Chong, and he's an assistant professor, both at Chaminade. And they're, they're here to tell us about data science and a program called All Spice. So we'll be looking forward to that. Of course, of course, with that, I want to welcome Sen- Senator Bennett Mizalucha back to the show. And, and she's uh, all, all <clears throat> you know, jazzed up about Digital Inclusion Week. And I want to welcome you back to Bite Marsh Cafe, Senator. Thank you, Bert, and aloha to all your listeners out there. And Senator, you know, you've been a great supporter of uh, digital inclusion, and and you were you were actually at a at a digital inclusion digital literacy class today at Papakolea, right? Yes, I was, and that was of course with Kaala Souza, who's our um, wonderful uh, trainer. So this uh, October three through October seven is called the Digital Inclusion Week in the state of Hawaii, Bert. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, I we introduced the resolution. SCR 25 slash SR 19. Um, so we, we introduced a similar resolution last year. Uh, it passed the Senate, but this year we actually had a concurrent resolution, so that meant full support from the entire legislature. And the, the idea behind Digital Inclusion Week is to make sure that we raise awareness about solutions addressing home Internet access, uh, and, and really allowing people to realize the importance of being included in technology. Um, you know, we have communities, uh, particularly our kupunas, uh, people who have, you know, second language uh, barriers and even, you know, economic barriers, and they need to be connected, to have full participation. So as a community, it actually bodes well for us. Well, I, I really appreciate you know all the uh, support and the the continued sort of advocating for Digital Inclusion Week, and and you know we've been successful at doing it for two years, and I'm hoping that this becomes like just a regular thing that we celebrate every year. So you know, Senator, I'm I'm going to be looking for you to <laughs> help. You I know? hope so, but you know what though, this I have to acknowledge. I have to acknowledge your leadership and the broadband hui, because I think this particular year, I'm so impressed by the fact that, you know, last year we had, you know, policymakers who were making the inroads and planning events, but this year you took the ball and ran with it, and so it's almost like a wonderful transition where it's now embraced by the community. So as you mentioned, um, we have many uh, events that are uh, trying to highlight the importance of, of uh, digital inclusion, we had a digital equity showcase mm-hmm. at the Hilo Public Library, a digital inclusion week webinar on remote work. Um, today, we had the uh, digital literacy classes at Papakulea. There were 14 people who were there, very enthusiastic kupunas. I just love and embrace the fact that you know they want to make sure that they're connected. And of course, this comes with very good, uh, great advantages. 
my 88-year-old mom is a wonderful example. She's on Facebook every day. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Facebook. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it really brings her closer to her grandchildren who are all over the country, all over the world, actually. And so she does not feel disenfranchised or isolated. So because that's the beauty of technology. You know, it brings people together. It brings people, uh, communities together, and also provides us access. Because even our government agencies are all going to be paperless. So if you are not connected to technology, that would be really sad because that would mean you are not able to access the services of government. So... We have to continue to promote, and you're right, it has to be one where we continue to advocate, but hopefully it will be embraced by the community so it becomes almost like second nature to us. Absolutely. So I'm going to be looking for you for continued support on uh, not only Digital Inclusion Week, but all, all things digital equity. So, Bennett, where can we find out more about Digital Inclusion Week? Do you have a website there? there? Yes, there is a, uh, a website, and it's www broadband.hawaii.gov slash DIW22. Very and good. And I, I know you're going to post it on your website as well, so hopefully that people who are looking for information may be able to access it as well. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. So mahalo, Senator, for joining us. Mahalo. Have a good evening, everyone. Thank Aloha. you. And, of course, now we want to welcome Mike Fricano, and he is uh, with Iolani School, and he's got something interesting coming up as well called EdCamp 2022. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, Bert? So EdCamp has been going on for a little while, right? Yeah, it's been going on. I've been with it since the very beginning, and we're trying to bring it back. And so what, during the pandemic, did you guys go virtual, or did you guys just kind of go on hiatus? Uh, we, yeah, we, yeah, we just went on hiatus and, and took a break from, from in-person gatherings for, for a couple of years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what is the basic format for EdCamp? Oh, good question. So an EdCamp, uh, another term for EdCamp um, that we like to use is, is unconference. Yeah, so okay. It's like, yeah. it's like the opposite of what your typical conference is, right? Like a, a conference typically is like predetermined sessions. You have presenters at the front of the room that are talking at you and giving you slide presentations and sharing the things that that they're doing with you. And as attendees, you typically just listen and maybe ask questions and participate in in what's being shared with you from the presenter. But at an unconference, we don't have it. We don't have any of that. There's no predetermined schedule. There are no presenters. the, the beauty of an EdCamp is that the, the, the participants, the attendees, um, determine what they want to learn at the beginning of the event. And so as attendees, we, we pitch ideas, we pitch questions, things you want to learn more about. Mm-hmm. And um, as a whole group, we create that schedule together based on our own personal interests and the questions we may have around educational topics. And then... Um, uh, there are no presenters. So, the, so what typically happens is the person that pitches the idea, or maybe it's a couple of people that pitch similar ideas or questions, they, they help to facilitate or begin the conversation uh, within their group. And really, um, a session at, at EdCamp is just that. It's, it's a conversation around a particular topic. And so we, we provide support uh, during the event on, on how somebody can facilitate a conversation, but the expectation is that they're, they're not the presenter talking the entire time to the group. 
they're sort of getting the conversation started, and then hopefully uh, the conversation gets kickstarted, and, and everyone in that session is participating in that conversation. And Mike, you know, uh, this is happening on October 18th, which is like a Tuesday. So, uh, no, who... no, no, um, October October 22nd. Oh, 22nd. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. And and uh, on a Saturday. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was my yeah. question. Like, uh, who do you want to see attend this? Yeah, so it's mainly it's you know, we 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 create uh, this particular Ed Camp. It's called Ed Camp Honolulu. It's uh, the first one. We've had other kinds of Ed Camps uh, around the islands and um, around this island and other islands, but Ed Camp Honolulu was like the first one that got things started. And um, it's it's mainly ge- geared towards the educators of Hawaii, mm-hmm, teachers mm-hmm. Um, in uh, K. Uh, through uh, through college, uh, in public and private and charter, um, whoever is a teacher by heart, uh, um, that, that that's who we, that's who, who we want to see there to help um, continue and, and grow um, the learning of 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 the teachers we have in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is going to take place over at Sullivan Center. Uh, no, so it'll be it'll be at Ilani School, but uh, it'll actually be in our lower school, our K six space. We have a couple of brand new spaces there um, that, that provide lots of room now. Oh, and so yeah, it'll it'll be in our lower school in our new Kaneshiro Science and, and, and Innovation Center. And as far as topics, I mean, really, you don't have any topics in mind because it's going to be determined when people show up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yep. I might sneak yeah. in and, and talk about digital equity or something. That would that be great? <laughs> that's what we're looking for. And you know, yeah, and you know, the, the idea is like. Is not necessarily somebody who's an expert at this topic, but maybe it's somebody who wants to learn more about something. Right, right. So right. at the event, at the beginning of the event, we encourage that person to pitch that topic idea, and it can be pitched as in the form of a question, like you know, who else wants to learn more about fill in the blank, mm-hmm. and then um, other people that might be interested in that that same topic or question can then join that person in a conversation around it. Oh, very good. So, okay, oh, I got the date. It's October 22nd. It's going to be at Iolani yeah. School. So, mm-hmm. so Mike, where can people find out more information and, and get the details? Yeah, so best place to go is um, our, our website. It's hspe.org. It stands for the Hawaii Society for Technology and Education. And um, we're... we're uh, um, we as an organization are, are organizing this event for, for Hawaii educators. So that's the best place to go. So right on the homepage of hspe.org is information about Ed Camp Honolulu and how to register. And uh, the event's completely free. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's the beauty of Ed Camps. They're free. But we also provide um, pastries and coffee and snacks and lunch as part of the event. We, we like to keep people fed while they're, they're learning from each other. Oh, sounds good. That's uh, that's great. I'll put that up on our show notes. Hey, Mike, mahalo for joining us. Thank you. Thanks so much, Bert. I appreciate it. Okay, and we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Helen Turner, uh, professor of biology, and Ryan Chong, also assistant professor over at Shamanad, and we're going to talk about data science and the alliance supporting Pacific impact through com- computational excellence, or also known as Allspice. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Native Books and PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. I'm happy to welcome 
Helen Turner. She's the professor of biology over at Shamanad University. And also we have Rylan Chong, assistant professor at Shamanad, also involved with the data science program. And they're here to talk about data science and this alliance supporting Pacific impact through computational excellence. And I want to welcome you both to Bite Marks Cafe. Great to be here, but thank you. Yeah, thanks. You know, and I, you know, gosh, the pandemic has been, I don't know, it's a, it's a, like a long dream that has uh, <laughs> sort of, you know, we're sort of waking up from it. But uh, Helen, I, you know, I've had you on the show before in the studio, but now, you know, we're kind of doing it uh, all by phone. But I'm, I'm glad to have you back. And, you know, I, I, I do want to um, kind of give people a sense as to, you know, I've, had you come on talk about data science you've you've had a number of titles and so what are you what are you currently doing you know you were like vice president of strategy strategy and innovation and now yep. you're professor yep. of biology are you just uh, kind of focusing more on 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 the teaching aspect of your role there you know so um it's it's really good to be back with you but and and i think you're right you've been kind of a companion and and through your advocacy work i think you've supported Chaminade really on this whole journey towards developing a data science focus. I, I think we saw, um, you know, the writing on the wall a few years ago that this is a really important area for the university to be active in. And um, back then, you're right, I was the dean of the natural science department. And I helped get the data science program off the ground, mm -hmm. recruited amazing faculty like Ryland Chong, who you're going to hear from in a minute. And I suppose that, you know, now, you know, maybe five years on from that initial sort of vision, we're at the point where the NSF just um, awarded us a, a really major grant proposal. We've had a number of um, different awards over the years that have supported the building of our data science program. But this is really the first one where they asked us to look outside our walls mm -hmm. and really speak to the idea of what can we do to help build capacity for data science in the state. And in, and in fact, across the Pacific region, um, the grant is a consortium. Um, Shamanar is leading the consortium, but we could not do this alone. Um, we are partnered with Texas Advanced Computing Center, who've been amazing partners for us, Hawaii Data Science Institute, so Gwen Jacobs uh, operation up at the University of Hawaii at Manoa, mm -hmm. and then a whole uh, group of, of um, uh, organizations who are partners out there in the community, as well as two- and four-year colleges across the Pacific region. Um, and we're, we're really excited about the program. I think it is um, a recognition of how Hawaii and the Pacific region need to build capacity in data science, but also how we can lead in this area because, you know, as with many of our um, STEM endeavors here in the state that you and I have fought with all over the years, right, it's, it's not just that we do it, it's that we do it the way that it should be done and imbued with the values of this place and this, this region. And mm -hmm. I think that's what sort of NSF kind of recognized when they asked us to, to put this program together. But it's the foundation of it all is the work of faculty like Rylan, who have um, built this amazing program at Chaminade, the only one of its kind in Hawaii. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing achievement for us to get this grant. We're a bit daunted by it, but... I think we're ready. And, and uh, Ryland, I don't know if you want to speak a little bit about the, the program. But we, before we go to Ryland, uh, so, sure. so Helen, are, are you kind of, you're the PI for this, uh, yes, I'm I assuming. Am. And yeah. so I'm, I'm assuming that 
in addition to your professor of biology role, you are also kind of a, a main kind of coordinator and, and oversight uh, uh, function of this entire program. I think that's a really good way of putting it. Another way is that the buck stops with me. Um, the other role that I've taken on at Chaminade in the, actually since the last time you and I spoke, is that I'm the research director of our new United Nations Sustainability Center. Mm -hmm. And that center is being run. The executive director is our dean, Gail Grabowski. And where it all fits together is that um, the theme of the Alliance grant of Allspice is the idea that we need to use data analytics, data science in the Pacific region to advance our progress towards the sustainable development goals of the UN. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of listeners are going to be familiar with those 17 um, very inspiring goals around ending poverty, ending hun hunger, uh, having everyone have access to education, gender equity. And they're very inspiring, but, but part of the way to get to them, I think, is through understanding where you stand in terms of data and using data to make really great decisions. And so I was recently appointed as the research director of this new United Nations Center. And that's where this, this um, grant is housed. And um, I couldn't think of a better team to work with to really um, use data science to, to advance those sustainable development goals. And, and in that way, you know, that's a real going to be a real contribution to Hawaii, I think, in the Pacific region. Well, I'm I'm really glad you you said that and and described you know your role. I'm glad I don't have a title beyond you know Pacific, I mean uh, professor of biology because if I if you had a title it'd probably be take up like you know ten minutes just to kind of <laughs> say your title. <laughs> but but you did a, a great job of kind of uh, providing that that oversight overview role that you play, and and that's quite impressive. I'm I'm really happy to hear that and. You know, I, I'm going to be on a call tomorrow about, um, I think, exactly what you're describing, the, the 17, you know, sustainability um, goals that the UN have, has uh, uh, identified. And, and the, I'm, I'm working with the folks over at Hawaii Green Growth, and, and we're, we're coming up with, a, uh, there's going to be a, an a annual meeting. I think uh, we're going to be uh, breaking up into 17 rooms. <laughs> I wonder what these 17 rooms are going to, you know, focus on. But anyway, that's, that's a little bit a side side note. I, I do want to give Ryland a chance to share a little bit about, you know, the Allspice um, program. I, I, I did hear Helen say something about it's a bit daunting, but uh, Ryland, what, what, what can you describe? How can you kind of describe what this program is all about? What, what are you guys uh, having to deliver to the NSF, National Science Foundation? Hey, Bert. Um, thanks again for the invite. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really happy uh, that, you know, you allowed me to join your broadband hui, and um, you know, it gives us a lot of insight. So, you know, we do. Um, we, uh, Dr. Helen Turner and myself, go back and forth on discussing, um, you know, a lot of ideas, uh, you know, through your group and other hui's as well too. But um, I'm going to focus more on the program itself, and you know, where this kind of like the allspice was kind of developed off from, and then um, I'll let uh, Dr. Helen Turner kind of share a little bit more on the allspice. Um, you know, this is an incredible, credible opportunity, um, as Dr. Helen Turner mentioned about, um, you know, this is, this is an amazing uh, uh, grant. And so, you know, it was, uh, this grant was kind of uh, built off from our, you know, our data science program, which was launched in 2019 mm -hmm. uh, with a major minor certificate program. And, you know, now, you know, we had to navigate uh, this new data science program to the pandemic. And, you know, um, now we're up. 30-something students and you know we have a professional geospatial intelligence certification we have 
you know, online upskill, reskill programs. I mean, um, you know, we've been piloting all these programs and um, we put everything together into this grant and, uh, um, and basically the, uh, the grant is, you know, allowing us to strengthen our partners and allowing us to do a lot more. And so I'm going to kind of ping it back to Dr. Helen Turner to kind of share um, a little bit more on kind of like the vision, the goals, but um, all in all, you know, this, this grant really allows us to do more. And, and so, uh, I do want to I do want to give uh, Dr. Turner a chance to get more details into the actual deliverable for the Allspice program. So I want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Dr. Helen Turner. She's the professor of biology over at Chaminade University, and Ryan Chong, assistant professor, bo- uh, both at Chaminade, and he also is involved involved with the data science program. And this program that they're going to be sharing called the Alliance Supporting Pacific Impact Through Computational Excellence, this is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. Welcome back. This is Bike Mart Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Dr. Helen Turner, and she's a professor of biology over at Chaminade, and Ryan Chong, assistant professor. And, of course, we're talking about data science and UN Sustainability Center, which uh, Helen uh, is, is deeply involved in. And, of course, uh, we're also talking about Allspice. So, Helen, what's, what's, uh, tell us about Allspice. What's that all about, and, and how do you engage with the you know, the community throughout the Pacific. So the way I think about this is the the program itself, uh, it's like a beautiful menu of opportunities. Like wherever you are starting from, there's a place for you in this program to engage with data science. So just to kind of run through the menu of opportunities, um, we have K-12 programming data science um, where we can come out, visit schools, visit classrooms, do events and after schools. Do uh, community events like summer fun programs and bring data science to basically to Keiki and start developing that really early relationship with data, understanding what data is, how you manipulate it, what it can do for you, those kinds of things. If you're um, a college age student, then the program offers um, pathways through uh, undergraduate um, and certificate programs. If you're not ready for a full four year undergraduate program, then there's a certificate that you can take in data science even if you're a student at a different university. All of this is statewide. It's not just a Chaminade program. But the beauty of um, something that Ryland is doing right now is taking our data science program, our four-year undergraduate program, into an online format. So next year, it'll be offered online, and that means any student anywhere in Hawaii, the Pacific region, or anywhere could come and take that program. So a lot of new undergraduate opportunities. If you are an undergraduate, there are summer immersion programs in data science as part of this, and we've been running those successfully for some years now, and it's amazing what, the, what students can do given four, year, four weeks of summer immersion in this area. They can do projects that have real impact on their home communities. So we'll be building out and expanding those. So uh, if you're an undergraduate and you're looking for a research internship or a professional internship in data science, those are housed in this program as well. And then a piece of it that I'm really um, excited about, and, and I think you you know me, Bert, so you know how much I care about working with and strengthening with community. And so there's a, there's a bunch of opportunities in this grant that if people want to upskill or reskill, 
So if they're in a, a currently employed situation or they're unemployed and they think that going into data might be an area that they're interested in, then we have uh, online uh, programs called the Data Skills Program that's going to let them do that. And then we're also working with organizational partners. So, so not every organization, especially if you're a social sector organization, they can't afford to hire data scientists, right? They can't necessarily afford to hire big consulting companies to help them with their data um, and with their decision support. And we want to move to fill that gap. So we're actually going to be providing services to um, community partners, social sector organizations who want to improve their relationship as an organization and strengthen their mission through building their internal capacity to do data analytics. That's a piece of it that I'm particularly excited about. We're also building out research projects in this area, particularly in how data analytics can advance those sustainable development goals for the Pacific. So like I said, it's like a menu. There's, there's so many ways that different people who are listening right now could engage with this program. And um, that's really the, the idea is not exactly data science for everyone, but I think being involved in developing wherever your starting point, whatever your relationship is with data, we can help develop that. And I think that ultimately will strengthen our community and this region. So, so Helen, you got me pretty excited about what you just said. And, you know, as I endeavor into this area of, of digital equity and we're trying to come up with mm-hmm. measures of how we baseline and, and uh, you know, measure our progress, I, 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 I'm going to want to talk to you. Do I, do I, <laughs> do I set up an appointment to talk to you uh, and help? You can help me select off of this menu. And, and how do I get others, you know, engaged with this effort to measure some of the things that we're looking at in terms of digital equity? So, so I'm slightly ashamed, but because we haven't got our website set up yet for the program. But if you go to shamanau.edu, anyone who's listening can find Rylan, who is our director of, di- of the data science program. Or you can find me, and we will be delighted to to just follow up with anybody who'd like to engage with us. Okay, Ryland, I'm gonna I'm gonna contact you like <laughs> pretty soon. Hey, so Ryland, you know, give us give us a sense as to I'm I'm really happy to hear what the, uh, Dr. Turner just shared with us. What is the opportunity? What is the opportunity that you see in our community for more expertise and building capacity in this area of data? Yeah, so, um, you know, a lot of it uh, draws towards, you know, giving giving um, uh, students an opportunity, well, not only students, but those in the community a uh, voice in the community, you know, to harness the data and um, be able to make decisions in organizations, make decisions in communities, and even make decisions in all levels of, um, you know, the local, the state, and federal levels um, uh, in regards to, um Using using data and all um, everything else, but um, you know it's very it's it's really nice to see that you know every student that comes through the data science uh, program and every student who learns about data science um, ends up getting either upskilling into their jobs. Um, they have you know got grad school opportunities presented in front of them, and they also um, we also have students who are you know actually making critical decisions in you know, all the different levels of, you know, the local, state, and federal levels in regards to the research and so forth, you know. So we've been seeing these students um, uh, in these areas and helping make decisions. And also, you know, it's, it's a trade-off between, you know, learning between two groups, uh, both the organization, the community, the, the social sector, and also a student. And so when a student leaves, 
you know, they're ready to go. They have the experience. And, so, Ryland, Ryland, um, can you, yeah. what's, the, what's the link that I need to uh, uh, provide to get access to this program and, and uh, you know, continue our conversation? Yeah, sure. It's going to be uh, shamana.edu and then just go into the data science uh, program. Sounds good. I'll put that up on our show notes and I'll definitely be giving you a call uh, real soon. Helen Turner, uh, Dr. Helen Turner is the professor of biology and, of course, Ryan Chong, assistant professor over at Chaminade University. I want to thank them both for joining us today and thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we're here from Accelerate Hawaii and their pre-ex program. If you missed any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarscafe.org. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app or your favorite podcast application. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Mars Cafe. Stay tuned. Reveal is next. Oh,